everyone, and welcome to the MTG Painful True Podcast, episode number 45. Uh, I'm your host, Bert Wagner. Joining me, as always, is Cole Cartman. Cole, how have you been? I've been good. We're getting into the new season. Pioneers passing. You know, it's just kind of sad, but it's time to time to get into some crazy, kooky modern. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're ex- I'm stuttering. Uh, it, excitement because yeah, I'm I'm excited for modern. I, I I'm happy. I have decks that are pretty well positioned. I think. Uh, I think Amulet's like a pretty decent choice. So I'm happy. And yeah, you're you're finally coming back into it for, after you kind of fully devoted to Pioneer. But we're we're in modern season, so we're probably going to be talking a lot more about modern. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but first, we have a new set called Wildsville Drain, uh, and we wanted to go over the the cards that we think are most interesting. I tried my best to make it as a short list possible. I think it did a pretty good job, but there's definitely some cards I thought definitely want to bring up and talk about Cole. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Like, um, I don't know the the set. <laughs> I didn't even know. Like, we were talking earlier before the cast, and I didn't even know the release was literally as of recording this weekend. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm at the end of on call, so unfortunately, I can't participate in pre-release. I might get try to just at least get some kits, get some, and then just like fake an experience at home or something, um, and maybe look at like what a sealed deck would look like, but. Um, but yeah, the set looks, fortunately doesn't look as powerful as Thrones of Eldraine, which was the most powerful, it was, a, it was Modern Horizons Service Pack 1 is what I like to call it, because it came out right after that, it was just like an extension of just these really good cards that still see play today, um, oh, yeah. in a yeah, lot of fun. formats, there's just so many good cards in that set, um, luckily this is toned down a little bit, but it's still pretty fun, so. Yeah, it's got some cool gimmicks in it that I've looked at. Like, I don't know. It, it looks it, it looks interesting. Like, it looks like you know a good. It, it looks like it does justice to the uh, the idea of what Eldraine is. Right. Like, there's a lot of like adventure cards, which I think are really cool. Like split cards. And, I am happy they brought them back. Yeah, I, th- I think it's fun. It, like, when a card can do two things, then it's a uh, just better card already. And uh, there's like adventure a little bit more adventure like synergies too so like there's an adventure creature and stuff like that that it's stuff like that all sorts of stuff and new mechanics and yeah it's pretty cool so cool let's jump into it and we're just gonna get the same order as we always do the wubark order and then we'll do gold and colorless and and uh and basically and and lands which you're you're not very excited about no, I'm not, not really. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's jump into it. First, what I have is Regal Buddycorn. This is uh, one in a white for a rapid unicorn. Power toughness are equal to the number of non-lib permanents you control. Uh, so maybe a white Tarmogoyf goal. It, so I did see something about that card that's interesting. Is that like that's like the like white doesn't usually get that effect. And I don't know. It's, it's kind of cool that they gave white that effect for so cheap it's a cool card i don't know how like how oppressive or good it'll be but right yeah i'm trying to think of like the shell that you'd be like it'll be like some sort of white fair deck so maybe if you played like like uh white green or something where you just play like try to put permanence into play and just make this a lethal attacker just continue just bash 
um, into your opponent's skull. So that kind of interesting to me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly where it goes, but it just, it just reads like it's going to be a really strong card. Um, and yeah. you just like have a few things on the board. It's like already a two mana of like five five four six six. That's just really really strong. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I'm starting. I don't I don't think I can't think of a desk like a home where it just slides right into a pioneer modern deck. But it's it's if you want to go as a fair deck in white, this is a pretty good card. I think. Oh yeah, it's, it's a yeah. cool card. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, I guess we'll go with a white card. Well, yeah. Speaking of white cards, there's the next one, Werefox Bodyguard. This is one white white for two two elf fox knight creature with flash. It is a battlefield exile up to one other target non fox creature until Werefox Bodyguard loses the battlefield, and you may two pay two mana and sacrifice the bodyguard to gain two life. So, uh. So it's like the state, like a, what's it? It's just a three mana removal on a creature, a creature removal. And with flash, I think, I thought just that text alone made it really, really interesting. And if you have to, you can gain two life to sacrifice it if you're it, forced to. So Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Look at guard. Yeah, I, I was think I think they were talking about uh, the Brutal Cathar as a comparison. And, you know, that's, that's just a key player in humans, and this is obviously not a human. It's sure they did that on purpose. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a deal. Um, but I was thinking, like, Brutal Cathar's ceiling is, I think, maybe a little bit better. I well, I, I, I guess it's a little, just different. I, I like, I don't think one has to strictly higher ceiling or four, but just like, well, what makes what makes Brutal Cathar better is if it flips, right? It's a three-three burst striker that has ward pay three life. Right, that's and a then you w- get the whole gimmick of if it flips back, you steal another thing. Sure. Yeah, but I'm wondering, like, because the flash, flash kind of makes you think, like, okay, are you trying to hold up interaction plus this or something like that? Like, where would you want this? And like Brutal Cathar, it's like I want. Well, to you can have like blue white, th- blue white flash. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's but always like, been a like a gimmick. Yeah, but like Brutal Cathar comparison, the if that had flash, it wouldn't make it too much better because you kind of care about humans in like you have a lot of humans entering the battlefield triggers and things like that so like, that's her um but yeah i thought this was cool um yeah pretty excited colt that's actually all i have for white uh, yeah no white's very very small <laughs> yeah I, at least for us i'm sure there's like some like i mean an honorable mention if you're like a commander player is moonshaker calvary the um the oh, yeah. behemoth from that for white I think it's the most expensive card in the as of like as of this recording is. Oh, uh, what I thought card. I knew it would be. I mean, it's it's a commander player's wet dream in white. Oh yeah, yeah. It just it wins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a crazy. It, yeah, it doesn't need to. Yeah, it doesn't even live. It just needs the trigger to to happen. So that's like that's really good. Um. Yeah, but that's all I got for white. Uh, so let's go to blue. Cold this. Oh no, we're on this card. I I, I wasn't sorted by alphabetical, but both blue cards are pretty good. That I brought up, I think the first one is elusive otter, a uh, blue for a one one prowess cre- uh, creature otter, a creature with power less than elusive otter's power can't block it, and then uh, an adventure groves bounty X and green distribute as a sorcery adventure distribute X plus one plus one counters among any number of target creatures you control. So. 
I just wish it wasn't green. Yeah. Like, it, I would have loved this card if it was, like, blue-red. Like, like, it, like the red side's not a plus-one counter, but, like, deal damage or something. Right, because blue-red is the color combo for prowess that you want. And... Yeah, like, that's my thing with the green side. Like, I mean, I guess if you just look at it as a, as a one-mana, one-one with prowess that has tags, like, maybe... Yeah, I mean, you had this card, you must have, like, some green sources anyway, even if it's just, like, X is zero just to trigger prowess twice or something. But then I mean, I know there are people is... that are, like, super high on this card. I, I think, like, modern, where you can just pull off the three-color mana base, like, or just, like, splash for this, you know, just get your um, st- stomach ground or breeding pool or whatever, just get it early or whatever. Well, I know there's, I know the prowess decks right now do splash green anyways. Oh, do, okay. For, like, for, like, veil and shit. Oh, sure. Well, that's an insane card. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I th- I thought this is good. Yeah, it's probably just better because it's hard to make team or m- mana base work in in Pio in Pio in a in an aggro deck. It's basically well, yeah. I mean, you don't want to sit there and, like rub mana confluence. I mean, that yeah. adds up. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, I don't really want to run mana confluence or decks that are like winning on turn three, like Grease Fang and shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I thought this card was pretty cool. Probably more so uh, a modern player. Because I don't think you can make blue-green prowess work at all. I I just strongly doubt it. But Anyway, uh, Cole, this card I think is exciting for both of us for some of our Pioneer decks. It's Light of Hand. Uh, so this is... Uh, a reprint. A reprint, reprint, already legal and modern, but uh, I think it's exciting for Pioneer to get access to this so it's just blue look at the top two cards but one in your hand the bo- and the other on the bottom the ad nauseum cantrip the ad nauseum cantrip uh i think your deck actually would play this uh I, there phoenix. phoenix player discussions about it it's just hard because it's like do you really want to because i mean obviously you're not gonna get rid of consider you just play uh, it in addition though right this i is... mean like what are you gonna cut like pieces i guess but pieces like... oh, shit we already play like a team you all we play like one of the lowest amount of lands by mirror. That's true. Maybe like, well, it's a cantrip, so it's gonna find a land. So it's basically, I think Lotus or something. I don't know. There's there's a couple of decks that probably want it. I was thinking, well, this is a pretty good replacement for Impulse because there's plenty of times where you have, like, on the turn where you copy with Thespian Sage, you just have one extra mana and. The only thing that the deck could have done was just play a Boiled Razor, which is like, it's just not really a impactful play at all in a lot of spots. Because yeah. you already have all the... In that scenario, you already have all the cards you want. And the other time there was really meaningful interactions, you're like holding a Mystical Dispute or something, which is... I don't even think that's a sideboard card. So it's like that extra mana just doesn't do anything. But at least like this is a pretty good cantrip. It's half an impulse uh, at Sorcery. And it's just, I just think it's actually pretty good, even though, you know, obviously Impulse is better, but one mana is half as much as two. I think it's like, like like you said, I think it's pretty good in, in Lotus Field. I think, yeah, I'm sure it'll find a home. I mean, it's not bad. I I mean, it's just so cheap to, and it's a, such a good effect. I think it's, I think it's really good. And there's so many times where it's like, I might have a combo win. I just need like one hidden strings. And this costing just one mana to look at a few cards versus two if it was impulse or whatever for straight strictly comparing the two cards, this is really good. I I am a fan, Cole. I'm really excited. I, I don't know if there's 
I'm sure other decks would also play this too. Like, I think it's in a lot of spots it's just better than opt and consider too. Like, I can give it depends on what your deck wanted to do. No, it it is. It, and but I, like, I thought it was just like better than opt in Arclight Phoenix, right? I, the, the the difference is that like instant speed is important. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But you two I'm cards. Sure, I'm yeah. sure there are people that are, that are testing with it, and I'm. I haven't really been. Able, I haven't really looked at Pioneer in a minute because of you know the, you know it kind of being over right now. Sure. But I'm sure. I'm sure that it, there will be a home for it. And I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if like Slight was really good in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me too. It. The art's really cool too. I think it's really funny. We're like, oh, you got me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's it for blue. But I think the uh, Slight Slight of Hand's exciting to me at least. Uh, so let's go. Oh, did I miss anything in blue? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I did either. There's a few, like, other cards, but... Anyway, I'm, I'm trying to keep this a little bit shorter. Um, well, well, I'm sure well, we'll sure. miss something huge later, but we'll we'll move on for now. Uh, starting at black, we have the most hyped card, Beseech the Mirror. One... There is so much to this card. One black, black, black for sorcery uh, with bargain. So you sacrifice an artifact, enchantment, or token as you cast a spell. Search your library for a card. Uh, if it was bargained, you may cast the card if its mana value is four or less. Otherwise, it's just a tutor for four mana. Uh, so I, I had to, I needed someone to kind of tell me it, it like, show me where it's good because people are, this is so hyped. I was like, what am I missing? And they said, this in like in the one ring in modern, it's you get to recast a new one ring and you can um, sacrifice your right first one. So again, it's another virtual the one ring card if you already have your first one. Well, I know there were coffers players talking about it too, right? Um, but then also just like with coffers, you don't. It's hard to get the bargain thing because like you don't really want to sacrifice your relic. Well, I, thought, I think and it was stuff Doom like that. that posted for coffers about running talismans. That I could see, yeah, just as a... Then you can bargain of... it or you could accelerate a Karn. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I I, mean, I think that makes sense. No, no yeah, 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 it yeah. makes sense. And I was also thinking, like, what about the... um, The... um, It's the red spell that's basically four mana at seven mana. Iron Crack Rock. Feet. Yeah, it's the... the um, yeah, the card that's in the deck, you know. I was like, could maybe just, like, make this as a ritual effect or something, but then it's like, you also have to have some sort of, you know, some sort of a piece of cardboard at the table that, that you want to, that you're okay to sacrifice to do this. So I, I was, I, I don't like see players are talking highly about it. Right. Oh, sure. 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 Because you have, you know, mana is, is not real there. So it's like, and, and it's not real there. <laughs> it's, it used to have cards. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like your your box opal is already tapped anyway, so might as well. You already got your value out of it. So, um, I was actually I initially was thinking about Lotus or a Twiddle Storm in Modern, but I was like, oh well, you don't really have things to blow up. Well, you're giving yeah, because you have to give your opponent the Wish Claw. No, I was thinking that too. It's like you can't. Yeah, you give your opponent the Wish Claw, and really, you the Wish Claw is your tutor also if you need it. So it's I I wasn't seeing. And then I was like, oh, I, I'm not seeing it. But I'm like. Thinking like the black, black, black cost, which is very, very restrictive. If you have like a actual Lotus field, the mana is makes it a lot easier. 
and also like Lotus Field in the the Hidden Strength Lotus Field deck. Also, going back to that, it's like you don't you don't have those kind of cards littered around the table where you can just sacrifice them to get this effect. Yeah, I I put this like. I would have put this as my overrated card um, because I think it's it's so hyped. It's almost oh, hard. I think to... that's format dependent. Yeah, but eh, okay, sure. Yeah, because like like I said, the legacy players are talking like super highly of it, like that it's going to do a lot. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, for modern, yeah, I could. I mean, I I don't know. That may, maybe, maybe, maybe I, yeah. may, you know maybe the hype I saw it, that could easily be it is just like legacy players. Yeah, which I don't think of a card like of of its legacy impact. I was like, I'm, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like if you're not a, like a legacy player, I mean, you don't really yeah. like, give a shit about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, uh, I just have not dead after all. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna go over the text. It's basically just a strict upgrade to the other um, undying effects. Uh, because you get the aura, then and when it's put in the graveyard, each opponent loses a life, so it's just better. But I don't think it really. I don't think it moves the dial that much, but it's no, definitely I mean, the it's one already, like the deck's already like way, way up there. Yeah. And then and if you don't and for listeners that don't know, we're talking about scam in modern. Right. Yeah, like the, it's another if the creature dies, bring it back to life kind of effect. Yeah. It's it's the best one. Like this card is the best one, but it's just You think does it give a plus one counter or it's it gets plus one plus one, but when the aura is put in the graveyard, each opponent loses one life. So that that wicked roll thing, it makes it better than just the plus one, plus one counter. Oh, I changed creatures plus one, plus one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, definitely like probably the card that's going to see the most play in my Pioneer Modern is just this one card or something. Um, That's it for, for Black. Just those two cards again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking back over my list. Yeah, there's nothing really that I yeah. saw that was like outstanding or really cool. I mean, there's a bunch of, like, unique cards, but, like, yeah. nothing, nothing that's, like, like... There's a bunch of rat synergies in this set that are kind of cool. <laughs> like, there's um, Lord Skitter's Blessing. It's not really a rat card, but it's an enchant... Do man enchantment. When Lord Skitter's Blessing enters the battlefield, you create a, rick- a wicked roll token attached to target creature you control. At the beginning of your draw step, if you control an enchanted creature, you lose life and draw an additional card. So that's just a unlife... Or not unlife uh, arena. Gotcha. And it's okay. Yeah, it's just okay. But if you don't have uh, it, uh, the one thing I didn't like about that is like you, the deck kind of if they just remove your creature that has the wicked roll token, then it kind of just doesn't do anything. Well, if you yeah, it, it just that's it. Yeah, you just need an enchanted creature. So yeah, you just have to any enchantment would be fine. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Okay. So to rip. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have decadent dragon is my first one. This is it has a Which black one? adventure. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. I I always count these as a, mo- a red or monocolored card. Even I like it has this a card. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, so first, the Decadent Dragons for or two red red for a creature dragon with flying trample when it attacks, create a treasure token. So like, okay, it's fine. Uh, the adventure part is two in a black as an instant adventure. Exile a tar- two cards of target opponent's library face down. You may look at and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled. Uh, so it's a kind of a divination sort of like, like, like you know three mana you know get to access your opponent's top two cars or whatever and then the dragon I think both halves are close to, by themselves or are, are just like pretty good like okay well the whole point is like the dragon influences the adventure side because the adventure side doesn't have 
where you may spend color, like mana as any color. Right. right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And if it's you play the lands too, if you just yeah, like, you can't play lands land. off of it. Yeah. So I yeah I well, to to me it's like yeah the treasure enables like the 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 a color of card that you can't cast or whatever. But just like each half of this is like probably not good enough on its own. But like if it's stapled to one card and you could get you know the full value out of no, this yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's re- I think it's like a really strong card. Well, not an expensive taste is an instant speed uh, adventure too. Right. Yeah, you could hold up uh you know other removal spells. Well, you could just be like, uh, hey, yeah. your end step, do that. Oh, cool. I'll play your land. I take off of it. Play Deccan and Dragon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I thought this card was really cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, next is Godric Cloaked Reveler uh, on my list. One red red for legendary creature. Human Noble with haste. A uh, uh, 3 3 with haste. A 3 mana 3 3 with haste. With celebration. So as long as two, uh, two or more non land permanents enter the battlefield under your control this turn, Godric is a dragon with. Uh, base power tough is four four and with and with fire breathing so red dragon to control get plus one plus zero oh until end of turn. So uh, I did I was I would have not said this except for uh, I, someone told me that Komano or they reminded me that Komano is uh, exiled. That uh, lazy comes back. back as a creature, so it enters play as the backside. And you know, Fable the Mirror Breaker also same thing. Um, it also. Uh, I guess like the I didn't even think about the Goblin Shaman token attacking triggers to make a treasure. So still during the attack step, this it's flipped into the four four dragon. I didn't even think about that. Um, so this, this, wait, let me let me read celebration. What does it say? When as long as uh, two or more or not land permanents enter, if you play this in Pia when you make tokens, you can also turn it into a dragon. Yeah, is yeah. So this. Card's pretty cool. Cool. I I think this card's really really cool. Uh, it, it like really good in the red aggro shell. Like so, uh, uh, Britain, Britain may, may want one. this as his top end and oh, his yeah. mono red or even Boros aggro or something like that. And yeah, it just becomes a evasive dragon, and your extra mana could just be one point of damage with the fire breathing. Yeah, this card I think is really cool. I like it and the red aggro. Okay, uh, next, for the Dredge fans, I have Hearth Elemental. Uh, six mana, five mana red for a four or five elemental creature costs, or this spell costs X less to cast, where X is the number of cards in your graveyard that are instant sorceries and or have adventure. Uh, also with the uh, one of the uh, adventure cards, so a stroke of genius, one in red, discard your hand, and draw two cards. Uh, so you may do that first also. So, Coles is pretty good. Does it go in dredge? I mean, there we always get a card like this that like comes <laughs> out. And it's like, oh man. I think the big thing to me for him is that he does get cheaper, like as you're doing what you're gonna do. Okay. Yeah. One of the problems that dredge has, though, like dredge and modern that we're talking about, is that you do play ox, like big ox, and big right. ox does eat a lot of graveyard when he does his thing. <laughs> So they're okay. like it. It depends how often that that cost reduction is going to happen. Because I mean, you play like eight. Well, they're on a lot of dark blasts now too. They're on like four dark blasts, so you probably play like fourteen instant sorceries. Yeah, you have the, all the cathartic reunion spells, the uh, thrilling discoveries. Yeah, I mean, Heart the Mill counts itself too as a it has a venture, so it gets yeah. Reduced. If you know other ones, yeah, I, I could see him seeing plays two of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the the weaker of the two meta 
do things though, because the other two are discard two cards, draw three cards. Right. No. We, oh, for sure. He, um, he's a lot more like all in. Yeah, but this could also just be a one man four or five just as a spell. That, that's where I'm more interested in him and Dredge because like yeah. he sits to the side, you can't interact with him, and then you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, one mana, here's a four or five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In addition to like all my other shit going on. Right. That's another like card you can play. Like you can play the Ox, you can play Hearth. They kind of do, yeah, they kind of compete against each other in the same slot though. Um, well, I mean, like, yeah, but like Ox, you always want to go to the graveyard. This card, you more than likely would just have to have in your opening hand. Right. So it's not that bad. Yeah, this, yeah, this fits the zones better, kind of like, or this is. Yeah, this is yeah, it's, it's just different. Yeah, you, because you want this in your hand, if anything. Yeah, you. Well, I mean, you treat it like the cathartics. You're like, all right, this, this is not my opening hand, then it's not really a card. Right. Then, then maybe it's a reducer. Yeah, that's true. Because then you're like never going to see it because you don't want to be drawing card or drawing putting cards no, in your hand. You're doing it wrong if you're if you're picking up a card from your library and putting it in your hand. Yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, yeah. you don't want in your hand. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, but yeah, pretty cool card. I Wait, like I, it. I, I mean, when Sodak talks about a card for Dredge, you know it means something. Yeah, there was a uh, some chatter about this in in Neo form <laughs> uh, because you know we don't play red. You know we're uh, Sultite, but w- this you just play a bunch of spells and tutors and digging and try to use this and then Neo form into the Atraxa. Oh, you god, you could good Neo. That's so yeah. annoying. Right, yeah, but then you know the deck is going to be full of a lot more just instant and sorcery spells, and you know, and they just try to play it for red, and then blue green for to neoform. It's that's wild to think about, like how drastically different the deck would be. So I'm I'm not doing that right now. So, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, next one I have this this card's really cool. Uh, Raging Battle Mouse, one of the red for two one. The second spell you cast. Each turn costs one generic mana less to cast, so it's kind of a you know kind of a reducer. And with celebration, uh, so that's the two two or more non-land permits. So at the beginning of combat on your turn, if two or more non-land permits enter the battlefield under your control this turn, target creature gets plus one plus one till end of turn. I like it. Yeah, it's actually a little less. I, I guess I was a little bit more excited earlier, but you were. Yeah, but um, I think it's fine. It, does it reduce? It doesn't reduce the, uh, the the if you play this into the uh, bushwhacker. It doesn't reduce the that it, cost, it, does it? I think so because that's a oh I, I don't know actually. I mean, I have to look that up. They'll just cost red and then okay. That's we should find that out. That's that's really interesting. But but yeah, this was I think this was uh, good friend David Pierce was talking about like cards like with celebration like this one and i think he talked about maybe i won the white uncommon ones too but i, I thought they were kind of kind of interesting to look at oh yeah yeah okay cool this one was made for you skulling viper wanted a red for two one uh creature elemental snake it's another adventure card so um so the the actual creature part is whenever opponent casts a spell with mana value three or less scalding viper deals one damage for that player one-sided uh, Eidolon. Yeah, it was a one-sided Eidolon. Uh, the adventure side is the blue uh, spell, Steam Clean, one of the blue, Sorcery Adventure, return target non-let permanent to its owner's hand. 
God, they could have just made this card a mythic and then just had it just be an instant. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't know. Breezy Bar was pretty good. Just the fact that it had that as an instant. It was Well, also Breezy Bar was a flash 3-1 too. Right. With, Bra- yeah. Breezy Bar had a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is one damage. I, I kind of, as time kind of progressed, I got less and less excited about this one, I think. I still like it. I don't know. I'll find a home somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just have one more red card. It's Song of Totenzans. It's X and a red sorcery. Create X, one, one, black rat creature tokens with. This oh, creature. yeah, this card. Can't yeah. block. Creature control, get hasty end of turn. So it's a, it's an infinite win con. And uh, if you have all, or uh, infinite mana win con, um, which I guess those are just always kind of interesting to me, but I don't know. Like, like this, you could just like throw in Lotus Field, make. 20 mana and win on the spot. Like, it's just an alternative win con. I don't, to be clear, I don't think that's what they're going to do, is play this kind of card. But they could, in, like, other decks, they might combo into this. And Maybe. then try to win. Yeah. Like, this this could be a potential, like, um, it's just guy Sinistry where you, if you, you well, you kind of win however you want, but... Yeah, that's kind of build your own combo. Yeah. But this, like this kind of, th- I don't think we have a, um, a a it's like infinite mana win condition in Pioneer. No, we lost Ballista. Yeah, like right, like a card like Ballista, like Mono Green. The win condition, I don't want to go through it right now. But it's it's you you can win. But this one, if if Green could play this, I would be so happy because you just like all right, make a bunch of rats, I win. You know. Okay, that's that's all I have for red coal. Um, but tracks, a, yeah, a, but a lot of red cards. But anything else that that they thought we need to cover, like charming scoundrel or anything? No, no. Okay. Okay, uh, just a few green cards, but I think they're actually four green cards. But I think they're all pretty good. Um, we'll start. Yeah, some with of the it. green cards are kind of nasty. Yeah, the first one is blossoming tortoise. Four or four mana, two green green for a three three tur- turtle. We have blossoming tortoise enters the battlefield or attacks. Build three cards, then return a land card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Activate abilities of land you control cost one generic mana less to activate, and land creatures you control get plus one plus one. This card is very interesting. Uh, how how so, Cole? Like, like I know it's probably a commander player's lead dream. But, like, I know for Pioneer, like, at least cool things you do is, like, make Field Ruin 1 mana and stuff like that. I know there's, yeah. like, a Commander player that's talking about, like, there's, like, an infinite combo you can do with it. But, I mean, with something like this, I'm sure. Yeah, there's the Black-Red land where it's, like... Oh, a lot of Cloud Reaches. Yeah. yeah. Where you can animate it to make it infinitely large. Right. Yeah, infinite power uh, creature land. But yeah. Um... There was some chatter with this card in Mono Green Devotion, but I was like, "Man, this is this card is too honest and too fair." Like, but- I, I, like the most, like, yes, yeah, too devotion. That's kind of the, what tugs me the hardest is like this. But I'm like, no, we like we should just keep better hands than like I don't want it, I don't want this to be my turn three play. You know, we have so much better shit that we can do. Yeah. Um. And hopefully I'm not digging for Nykthos or something like that at that point in the game. Or like even just like playing to the board is 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 good. Like there is synergy, like milling cards. 
if you happen to get Storm the Festival or something, then you're like happy. But eh. yeah, that's if you get that. Yeah, if you get that, Nykthos is costing one less to activate, you know. But does that really, like, for green, that, does that really matter? Right. It's just, like, it, we're talking about these very little good things or something. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm with you, Cole. I was just, like, the, I mean, the card, I, I like the card, but I just don't think that's the home for it is, is this one right here. So. But it's a cool it, commander card. Cole Commander card. I think people are also talking like um, maybe like specifically John Saga. But if you get Urza Saga back in modern, and you just like keep doing that, and Saga tokens cost basically one one mana less to make a construct. That's kind of interesting. Oh, that's kind of yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's so think, that, that's kind of it though for me. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, to me, I read it as like a cool Commander card. Yeah, I think it's mostly that. I mean, it's still like. Still pretty interesting and pretty fun, but yeah, I don't think there's necessarily a constructed home that's ready for for the turtle. This one I think might be a little bit more interesting for mono green. Uh, it's Bramble Familiar. It's two mana for a creature. It's another adventure card. Uh, two mana for two two Grizzly Bear. As tap, add green, and then one in a green. Uh, well, activate ability one in a green. Tap, discard a card. Return Bramble Familiar to its owner's hand. It's uh, adventure is yeah. Stetch Quest. Five green green for a sorcery adventure. Mill seven cards, then put a creature, enchantment, or land card from among the mill cards onto the battlefield. So, Cole, this card seems pretty good. Uh, one thing, yeah, like I said earlier, with Mono Green Devotion, I thought they, I was thinking about where this, if we could squeeze it in, and what it was replaced. And at first I thought, Immediately thought, okay, what about Wolf Will Haven? It's the same mana cost. But then I remember, like, Wolf Will Haven, you kind of, if you put out an untapped land, you get the mana back basically right away, or you get access to, uh, you know, you can kind of just keep, do play more spells. This is like, you have to wait a turn before you get the mana out of it. Yeah. Um, But the, you know, the. Well, the thing with Wolf Will Haven, too, is it's, it's harder to interact with it. Exactly. Yeah, that as, too. As as like uh, a dork, right? Like you can't. There's not a lot of like ways to interact with the enchanted land kind of shit. You're not going to naturalize Wolfful Haven. No, like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not going to be happy about it. You're not going to. Well, like, like yeah. you know, like there's a lot of decks that have like main board just like fatal push randomly, but you can't fatal push the Wolfful Haven. Right. Like that's important. Right. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. Um. What kind of what kind of made it interesting, like if we're going to continue comparing it to Wolfful Haven, and you know, same mana cost, so it's kind of where I want to look. Is uh, you know, Wolfful Haven's like fail case is basically cash it in for a 2 2 wolf, like very bad exchange, you know. To, it, but sometimes it's just you do it because yeah, you just you need to add power, you don't the extra mana doesn't matter, you know, just whatever you just like. Sometimes right, you're on screw desperate, make blockers. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, it comes up. Whereas this, you so make a two-two wolf. It's like pretty mediocre. This, if you just top deck into this, it becomes you know the spell is set like seven mana, but it's more like you'll find a cavalier thorns. That's kind of the best it. Um, well, you don't it can want... mill a storm the festival with it, and exactly, yeah. Like I, I there is there's a, it wouldn't surprise me if green runs this card. 
I, I well, I was thinking yes, but it might like eat into. I don't think it would take Wolfful of Havens because I think that card, it that the floor Wolfful Haven is just so much better. Yeah, um, but I think like Oath of Nissa, where the extra copies of Oath of Nissa just don't matter. Like it, Oath of Nissa is very good turn. Like it's it's fine turn one, then later it's kind of okay. Um, this has like a a pretty decent like an okay a good enough payoff to make it worth including that the fetch quest the sorcery or the adventure. Um, like you said, it 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 mills a lot of cards, so you're putting something back into play. Even a creature is good. Um, and if you hit storm the festival in the bin, that's also really really good. So I yeah I think I think cool I'm gonna grab a few copies of this and I'll see where where we where we look. But I think like immediately. Maybe that third Pelucranos becomes one of these. Maybe we cut a Oath of Nyssa for one of these. I think, yeah, I don't like, think you have to run like... Yeah, no, we just have to be four. Yeah. yeah. Like two's fine. You can find them. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so too. I, I think that's what I'm kind of interested in is like maybe a few, but I, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on how many copies of this because, you know, obviously I got the, uh, just a reminder, I won the RC uh, queue and I did it with Mono Green, so... I'm, you know, I'm pretty biased to decks I want. I won pretty, pretty big with, and Mono Green seems like it's an incredibly good deck. So I'm definitely my finger's gonna be on the pulse with this one. So I'm definitely interested in getting uh, a few copies of this card. Okay, uh, two more green cards. Cole uh, have Mosswood Dread Knight. Uh, I like this card. Yeah, I do too. It's uh, one in green for three two human knight with trample with Mosswood Knight Dread Knight dies. You may cast it from your graveyard as an adventure. Until the end of your next turn, and okay. the sort the adventure is one in black sorcery. You draw a card and lose one life. It's gonna be hard to get rid of this little guy sometimes. I love him; he's so good. Yeah, yeah. Once upon a time, I was a bl- like black green X, uh, Golgari gamer. There's still a little part of me that's that is that and wants to play this card. There's still a little Brendan to Candy on me for sure. I mean, and, in standard, they're, I mean, black's already really good in standard. Green's okay. Right. I mean, this might be it. Yeah, it just, it's going to be such a pain to deal with this thing, and they're just drawing cards, and you can't break through. And yeah, this this card's this card's dope. I like this card. I do too. I like this card a lot. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, like, could we play this at Amulet Titan? I mean, if the second color makes it pretty tough, but um, not proper. No, we can't. We can't do that cool. Okay. Okay, last one for green. And this one, I uh, the, the Twitter, the Twitter folk has inspired me to include this. It's up the beanstalk. It's one in green enchantment. Oh God! When up the beanstalk enters the battlefield, and whenever you cast a spell with mana value five or greater, draw a card. I have seen so much talk about this fucking card. I know it's it. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, Cole. It's a lot of people. There are a lot of people that are hoping this card is like that good. But there's so many, like, five mana value cards that you cast. Today you can't play with Karuga. Can't play with, no, can, but can with Yorian. He can. Yeah. It's about banned and modern. Yeah. <laughs> Where the all metals are. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you pitch a fury or solitude or binding. Yeah, obviously, those are the big ones. Um, you you draw it, you know, you draw a second card because you drew a first one from up the beanstalk. You know, it, the fact that it just replaces itself, that floor is. It's just not. It's bad. a good card. I think it's really good. Yeah, it yeah, would it... surprise me if there's like band control or like five color control plays it. Yeah, cast, cast Omnath draw a card. 
Or is it five no, or greater? Or four f- five or greater. Five, five or greater. Okay. Yeah, pitch, yeah. yeah, pitch fury, pitch solitude. Yeah. Then you're still going to play Omnath. Don't act like you're not. Right. Even, yeah, with Yuri, like you said, if you just blink it, you just get another card out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this card's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I guess Pioneer, because, mod, you know, Modern, you just, you know, <laughs> mana values are not real. You just pay zero mana for your five cost spells and stuff like that. Hell yeah. But Pioneer, there's not a lot of this. I think the only one is, is really Leyland Binding, and that's only in, like, the Fires deck. Yeah. Not very good. And yeah, they're they're kind of like on Karuga, if anything. Yeah, and it's so, kind of awkward to get rid of Karuga for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for green. Cole, uh, did I miss anything? Uh, I guess honorable mention would be the uh, questing druid. I know some people were talking about it. So can, can you can you sell me on this one? I I, I can't it. sell. You, I cannot sell you on it. I, <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't agree with it. But okay. <laughs> I, like I said, honorable mention because I know people do talk about it. I okay. I don't think it's that great. But I know there are people that are diehard think it's good. I think it's okay. Like at all, I don't think it's game breaking. Yeah, there was there was one actually. Um, I, I I know uh, aspiring Spike and the uh, and Lee McLeod's uh, podcast with CCR. They talked about another ring card. I'm stalling because I'm trying to find it. Uh, is um, why am I struggling to find this card? It was it was just mono green card. Oh, is it? It's the one enters that makes makes a food at four mana, and oh, your food I... gets your food gets uh you get you gets tap add green. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't I don't remember the name of that card. I do. I'm struggling to find this card. Was it a rare? Oh, Knight of Sweets Revenge. No, it's ah, actually it's it uncommon. Is. Yeah, uh, f- three a four mana enchantment. ETB create a food. Foods have tap add green, and you could blow up this seven mana. Blow this up. Creatures get plus X plus X until EOT, where that's the number of food you control. It's kind of a. I mean, I did. I I definitely didn't see this, but um, I think it's okay. I'm sure that like Asmo food can play it and stuff. You, right? Yeah, that's kind of like its potential win con. And if you have a bunch of foods out, you, it kind of just doesn't cost you any mana because you get the mana back. So, yeah, and it has a win con on it too. So yeah, you get to you get to do the flare win combo and Asmo food and generate like seventy five food. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that that yeah, I forgot about including that one, but I had no, um, I I haven't played those decks, so I just no, I don't no. really touch Asmo food and stuff. Yeah. So okay, so that's it for green. Uh, do we do colorless or do we go gold first? I do gold. Gold. Okay. Well, that's gonna be pretty quick because I just yeah, got that's one. Why I said we should do gold first. <laughs> All right. So likeless new uh, likeness looter is the one I included. Uh, blue to black for a fairy 1-1 uh, one, one with flying. As tap, draw a discard a card. Draw a card, then discard a card. And X, likeless looter becomes a copy of creature in your graveyard with man by X, but also with this ability. Actually, only a sorcery. Um, yeah, that was pretty good, Cole. Yeah, it's like, okay. I, w- I immediately thought, like, alright, one mana become Death Shadow. Like, if you want to play this in Grixis or blue black or Grixis Death Shadow or something like that, where you know it has just the looting ability, which is kind of interesting, and it's a becomes a flying Death Shadow when you kind of get to that point where you can. If you oh, it, keep, it, it does keep flying. It does keep flying. Yeah, oh. I may have not said that in the in the descriptor, but yeah, it get, it keeps the flying with the copy. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I thought if you throw a Death Shadow at them with with wings, that's that's that might just win games. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't know if that's like, there may be more. You know, I 
I would just I'm sure, I'm sure someone will. I mean, it's got like text that wants to be broken. Right. Yeah. The the fact that it has becomes a copy of Target Creature. Yeah. That kind of text makes me always like excited. I um, mean, there's a legacy deck that uh, it uh, Phyrexian Dreadnought. It's a one mana thirteen thirteen, but when it enters battlefield, you have to sacrifice uh, thirteen worth of power oh, to, to okay. keep it. But I mean, if you just clone it, or like right. make this a flying thirteen thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. For one mod, yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, if it becomes a... Uh, oh, this, does this not work with Grist? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think somebody posted about it. I think it does. So you just get the loyalty abilities? Yeah. Well, shoot, that's good enough right there. There's another card that somebody was talking about that... It, might be, it might be like with Slither. I don't remember. Somebody was talking about like the Grist plus card, like what happens. Agatha Soul card, that's, yeah, that's, that's it, actually that. the literal next card on my list. Let, let's that, go jump right there. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so Agatha's Soul Cauldron. It's a two-mana legendary artifact. Uh, three different paragraphs of, of, of it's text. It's got a fuck ton of text on <laughs> yeah. it. So the first one is you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to activate abilities of creatures you control. Not very exciting. Creatures you control with plus one, plus one counters on them have all activated ability of, of all creature cards exiled with Agatha's Soul Cauldron, okay, but pretty good. Uh, tap, exile, target card from a graveyard. When a creature card is exiled as way, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. Uh, so the first the first thing people talked about was uh, this in the Hardest Scales, where you just make all of your creatures to have the Walking Ballista ability or, you know, uh, Arc by Ravager. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, you just kind of double up on abilities. So that seemed kind of cool to me, where you can just do cool stuff. I do like, like that. Yeah, just give you. Yeah, just finish them off with walking bullets or whatever. This is really really cool. Um, it's also like built-in graveyard hate too. So if you you know if you're playing against evoke and you play this before they start evoking things, you you have the built-in protection too, which is it's nice to have. I don't know how often it will come up, but who knows? You, know. you never know. Yeah, yeah you just exile whatever. But then, yeah, there was also, um, yeah, it, yeah, if you exile Gris, y- your creatures get the loyalty abilities of Gris. Yep. The, yeah, the, the old 1-1 one, one insect with hidden abilities, yeah, you get them. Uh, because it's a creature. I do think that's pretty cool. Right, yeah, you just, like, <laughs> you're going to put a bunch more dice on your on your creature cards, and... Yeah, the river's... And, and what's, what's the loyalty? Oh, my God. Right, y- yes. That's a nightmare. Yeah, that... One thing that wasn't said was like you don't automatically just enable this if 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 things are just going normally in in uh in Yogmoth because you also just like nab Yogmoth with this ability and now off now you're yeah now everything's every, a Yogmoth you're right that's like that's pretty terrifying but it's like you don't like you don't you're not just like playing cards like grapple with a pass where you just like mil incidentally milling yeah, no, cards you, like you don't want Yogmoth to die. Right. The whole point is, like, <laughs> you want to draw a bu- bunch of cards with Yogmoth or whatever, so... Well, the best uh, removal against Yogmoth in the format is Exile Removal anyways. That, right, yeah, exactly. So that, that's the unfortunate part. You're never really going to get to to do that cool thing in Yogg. Except maybe with Gris. Like, you probably could with Gris, but... Yeah, oh, yeah, if, if Gris plus mills it or, or whatever. Or downtake your Gris to kill off your Gris to get rid of something. Sure, 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 sure. Or yeah. they attack Gris, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, can't solitude a grist. <laughs> yeah, so I, I 
you know, that's that was kind of insane to do that too. So I, I yeah, this card's pretty pretty hot. So there's probably some cool stuff that's gonna happen with it. Yeah. Uh, next I have uh Sir Ginger, the Mill Ender, uh, legendary artifact creature, food knight, two mana for three one. Sir Ginger, the Mill Ender, has Trample, Hexproof, and Haste as long as an opponent controls a Planeswalker. Whenever another artifact control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on Sir Ginger and square one, and then two tap, sacrifice Sir Ginger, you may, you gain life equal to its power. Yeah, the food. Right, yeah, it's a food. Um, one thing I did that I kind of, like, totally kind of missed was... If you just like legend rule, Sir, this is not the terribly exciting part about Sir Ginger, but if you just legend rule it, just like play a second one, you you get that Sir Ginger to Sir Ginger trigger twice. You get two plus one plus one counters and two square ones. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat because they'll yeah. that they should see each other. Yeah, I think so. Because at the um, Aetherworks Marvel thing where you get two triggers, yeah, you get stuff like that. And this should be the same thing. Um, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Where you just like make this the second copy like is like basically plus two plus two and scry two for two mana if you yeah, put the second one uh and then just like if your opponent has some sort of planeswalker i was thinking like you know if they have narset in play or something and you know it wants it's that one loyalty that just kind of has the one loyalty forever or whatever yeah then you have this really really annoying uh two mana three one that that you can't have to deal with and it's gonna be hard with hexproof so that was kind of cool and there's probably other cool stuff about it too but i thought just the it's basically it's gonna be a lot tougher to deal with if if it has uh if they if they just have some sort of planeswalker in play because sometimes also they just have to ferry out you know at, at like a low loyalty they bounce one of your permanents or something you just like play this and just attack it uncontested, or just like attack face because maybe the Teferi is not terribly relevant anymore. Like you know, Teferi at one loyalty and a lot of matchups probably just doesn't matter until it could bounce another thing. So this one could probably just do a lot of damage. Oh, so Ginger. Oh yeah, that's just my uh-huh. thoughts at least. Like potential. I, uh, I thought Ginger Brute was a terrible card, uh, and immediately it was back in the. Um, when it was first printed, then I realized how really good that card is. Like it sees pl- some minimal play in Hammer uh, over the over all this time, and also just like it was in uh, the Insult Artifact deck with that. You know that was a strong early deck in Pioneer too. And I was like, oh, Gingerbread is insane. It even just like put give it the gloves and just attack for three was like yeah. really good. By un- untouchable, it's awesome. Okay. I just have one more, Cole. Uh, and it's the Iron Crag. So I didn't realize that this is the only... Oh, let me go with the text. It, it's an interesting card, honestly, which is how it's worded. It took me a minute. I had to reread this fucker twice. Right. So it's uh, the Iron Crag. Two mana for uh, a legendary artifact as tap at colorless. And whenever a legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may have the Iron Crag become a legendary equipment named Everflame Hero's Legacy. If you do against equip three and equip creature gets plus three plus three and loses all their abilities. One thing I immediately missed was like when this has becomes the that artifact Everflame Heroes Legacy, it's no longer the Iron Crack, so you can play the second one. Yep. I totally missed that. Uh until 
I didn't miss it, I guess. And I think this is the only mana rocket two mana in Pioneer. I might be wrong about that, but No, I, I think I think it is. Yeah, so I, I was just excited for that where it's like it's just kind of a colorless ramp. And but yeah, I don't know. I don't think this is what gets us to the turn three thought thought not seer. Uh but I was like that kinda cool. <laughs> turn two <laughs> or turn three T cans. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what will bring Thought Not Seer back into into constructed formats. I don't think this is Eternal's okay in modern. That's that's true. Yeah. Yeah, like I true. mean it's an okay take. Like Etron's not bad. Sorry, I meant like Pioneer. Like that's, oh, no, Pio, that's you can't you can't play fucking Eldrazi and Pio. <laughs> no, I know. They're not they're not good. I know. Unless it unless it says Ulamog and says No. No. No, it's not good. What in back in when Green used to play Vivian to go tutor for for fucking Woolbog on the sideboard, we are, and then... we we are one Karn the Great Creator band away from Aetherworks Marble being the best deck. You know, two... honestly, holy shit, you're not wrong. <laughs> right, so that's that's what's gonna bring Eldrazi into into you get, Pioneer. You get KTG's ass out of here, and I'm fucking in it. I dude, honestly, I I'm just I just that's why I want it to be banned. I don't care about like balance and play experience. I want four mana emeracles and Ulamogs. And... I want to go turn two, gain three life, and get three energy. Okay, Exactly. And then turn three, play a three two that draws a card and gives me more energy. Right. That was, See, banned, you get that it. was banned in standard at one <laughs> right. point. So strong. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a world. <laughs> so that's... Uh, so anything... Anything in those in the in the colorless category that I missed? No, not really. The, yeah. the, the colorless and multicolor is actually kind of weak. Right. We had good reprints. We got uh. No, we did. Yeah, we did. We got like Gingerbirds back. Uh, Soul Guide Lantern is got a new art, which is okay. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, so let's uh, so lads. Uh, I don't think any of them are very good. Cole. I you know I reread all of them when you were telling me that earlier, and I was like, no, there's no way one of those got to be okay, and I kind of agree. I thought maybe the 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 Boros one because that's the um yeah the Boros one was probably the best one I think yeah and I well, but yeah not even like best by like that far I thought maybe like Restless Vine Stalk it was like you know maybe you just like make if you have a boiled grazer and this attacking grazer becomes a three three and it's eight power and I was like that's not where we want to be ever <laughs> and, yeah they're not really fight up for that no you're right. But the basic lands are the basic lands are good. They're very good. I bought. I I, I shared this in, in uh, to you, Cole, and and to a few of my friends. The I bought twenty of the foil forests. They're like pre-ordered for like fifty cents for the foils. I was like, ah, uh, deal. So I bought a bunch of them for. They look good. Yeah. So I bought I bought them for uh, most of my pioneer modern decks. So. Yeah, they. I thought the fours look good. All the all the full are basic. They so. all look really good. I'm probably gonna get some too. Yeah, I probably I definitely want a few islands and a mountain or a few mountains. Yeah, I want kind of a few of all of them. They they're just so good. They're so pretty. Cool. Well, that was that was it, cool. That was the our, definitely our shortest one. Yeah, dev definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we could. I think we covered everything too. There's, I, I, I'm sure we'll miss, we missed something. And I always uh, think that's my favorite part, though. I actually I know people kind of. Sometimes they're upset that we missed some, but I, I actually enjoy that because it's cool to kind of be like, oh man, like we thought that card was ass. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. so much smarter than us figured it out. Yeah. It's like, oh, Ledger Shredder. 
Yeah. Trigger's on your turn. Yeah. I'm still not a fan of him, but yeah. Yeah, I I know. Okay. Well, yeah, cool. That was our set review overview for Wild to Veldrain. Nice and short. I'm excited. I am too. It looks really cool. There's a lot of unique art. I think we didn't talk about, and then we're not really going to talk about, but uh, the Enchanted Tales, if you haven't gone and looked at them, you should. If you're a Commander player or even a Modern player, there's some really good ones in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I gotta go over all of them, but I mean they're cool. It's also I I don't I also don't want to talk about them too much because I don't know how you acquire them. I don't know if it's gonna be like Strixhaven where you just kind of kind of get them. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. They they I, had, I haven't read anything, but I'm sure we'll find out. I mean, if Brent's buying product tomorrow, him and I were talking about play testing, so I mean, who knows? Right. But we'll see. But yeah, that's it for Wildsville Drain. Yeah. Nice job. All right. We'll catch everyone next time. Thanks for checking us out. All right. Later.